BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Podcast. We are the podcast that helps other women find their rightful seat at the table through health, wellness, business, and beauty. I am your co-host, Jennifer Etter. And I am your co-host, Susan Mobley. And we are super excited today that we are going to come live from New Hope Housing with the president and CEO, Joy Horrock Brown. So Thank you so the much. Show. And we were going over a few things yeah. before we started about some of our fun accessories and stuff that we actually had on. And we wanted to give a few shout outs to our sponsors. And so yes. we've got, I am dressed in my Laura Jorn, Laura J. Finery jewelry. I've got rings, bracelets, necklace, earrings. And if you were watching last week, we were over there. And I called her Jacqueline, which I think she needs to start <laughs> pronouncing her name that way. But it's Jacqueline. Jacqueline Smoke, uh, Too Too Cute by Jacqueline Smoke. I'm wearing one of her amazing tops. And we just love saying thank you so much for uh, dressing us and making us look I know, so and pretty. I've, I've got and, but her uh, cape on too. We have Joy here who didn't even know that she was going to be going live <laughs> on camera and looks, looks absolutely amazing. I'm absolutely loving your earrings too. Well, I would have worn that jewelry too if I'd known. <laughs> <laughs> so we want to get to know you. So tell sure. us, tell us what is New Hope Housing? Well, New Hope Housing is a developer of affordable housing for people who wouldn't have a decent, safe, supportive place to live or wouldn't have any place to live at all were it not for the housing that we build. And we've been building this housing since 1995. We have 1,200 units of housing now. But we believe, and, and I believe accurately know, that our impact is greater than 1,200 units. We've worked with more than 9,000 people to date. And we're quite on the move to keep developing housing. And of course, many of our residents are women. And we've got a lot of single moms. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> now, what exactly started New Hope Housing? What made you decide to do this? Well, I, I didn't found New Hope Housing. Okay. New Hope was founded by the people of Christ Church Cathedral, which is the Episcopal Cathedral of the Diocese of Texas in downtown Houston. Okay. And 
it's very interesting. The cathedral is Houston's first religious institution. It was founded when Texas was a republic, and Sam Houston was the president of the republic. That was a while back. <laughs> and they used to meet on Texas Avenue, where the Rice Lofts are now, mm-hmm. the former Rice Hotel. That's where the State House was. Okay. And they met in the basement of the State House, and then they moved a little east on Texas Avenue, where they are today. Texas is where the trail riders would drive cattle and longhorns on the way to market. So it was quite a different place than it is today. So the the cathedral has a long and rich history of social outreach. And in 1993, they incorporated New Hope Housing. And there was a a very specific reason Mm -hmm. for that, because the, the people of the cathedral could walk from the church service across the street to the parking lot, and they saw people who didn't have a decent place to live or had no place at all. Mm -hmm. And they were doing a capital campaign to restore the historic cathedral structure. So for every dollar they raised for their own home, they raised a dollar for others. Oh, wonderful. And they built 40 units of housing that's called single-room occupancy, which is just what it sounds like. It's one person Mm -hmm. in one room, but it's a a, a room of some size that's... um, you know, an efficiency apartment. And that housing, single room occupancy housing, is most often associated with people who have been homeless or who are at risk of homelessness. Mm -hmm. And being at risk isn't as remote Mm -hmm. as we might think it is. And we can talk a a little more about that in in a few minutes. So they built 40 units of housing in what was a derelict warehouse district that turned out to be 100 feet from Minute Maid Park. (laughs) We were there first. And uh, and then I was hired in 1996. So I'm New Hope's first employee. Mm -hmm. I was part-time. I had lost my mind. The the pay was minuscule, and Mm -hmm. I had been looking for a real job in Nonprofits. And as I was networking about the city, I kept getting phone calls saying, or people I met saying, you really should meet the dean of the cathedral. They're doing something very interesting. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was interesting, mm-hmm. but it wasn't what I planned to do. Right. I was going to work for the ballet or in the medical <laughs> right. center. I was going to do something in the arts or right. something mm-hmm. corporate. I had friends who volunteered with the homeless. I admired what they did. I wasn't interested in doing Mm -hmm. it myself. And then one day, I got a phone call, voicemail, really, from the dean of the cathedral at the time, Walter Taylor, and he left me the most charming message. And I thought, well, you know, I'm not interested in what he's doing, but I'm interested in meeting him. Mm -hmm. Right. And so the day dawned of our meeting, and it was a Friday, and it was cold, and it was raining, And the meeting was at the end of the day, and I didn't want to go. (laughs) But I knew the Episcopal priest would Mm -hmm. know that I had lied Uh if I called with an excuse. (laughs) And so I guilted myself into this job. And once once I met him, I was so charmed and so intrigued 
by the idea that the people of the cathedral had had to bring single-room occupancy Mm -hmm. housing to this city and to do something about a visible problem. You don't need to explain the problem to anyone. They can see the Mm -hmm. problem. Mm -hmm. And then I went and saw one of the living units, and I was hooked in two ways. One, I thought, if the worst thing that ever happens to me is that I live here, Mm -hmm. I can do that. Right. And secondly, I didn't much like the color they had painted the walls, (laughs) and the furniture appeared to me that it could be upgraded a bit. And having no idea what I was getting into, I thought, you know, I think I could be helpful here. Right. So I gave it a try, so and here I am. So you were able to bring your artistic mm-hmm. eye and sense know. of self uh, to the table. It's <laughs> been very important to us mm-hmm. for all these years that the housing that we build mm-hmm. is has architectural mm-hmm. excellence, that it is um, a high level of attention to mm-hmm. detail in the colors and the fabrics, because everyone deserves a right. lovely place to call home. Mm-hmm. Not right. just a roof, but right. a place that is really lovely. And we hold very fast to the notion that architecture can lift the human spirit. Mm-hmm. Yes, Absolutely. it can. That our, our surroundings make a difference mm-hmm. to us. And it's little tweaks that you can do that Small truly can make things something feel much more like inviting. the jewelry you just talked <laughs> right, about. Yes. That, that we we want to 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 dazzle those who live when they come to live with us. Right. That yes. they've just really never lived anywhere so lovely, and that that shows that as an organization we care right. about them and about their future, and and then we add services. And that's the extra part that's so important because it's not just about being housed. Mm -hmm. It's about remaining housed Mm -hmm. and being able to advance your life. So what are the services that you all provide that help people advance? They are myriad. They begin very often with with financial literacy, with Mm -hmm. assistance, with budgeting, with saving, with understanding how to handle a bank account, Mm -hmm. how to handle your finances. I often think I need to step into one of those classes (laughs) myself. I think I could learn learn a little something. We have case management on site for people who want to create a life plan Mm -hmm. and to help us follow them through that life plan, Mm -hmm. allow us to do that together with them that's certainly something that's quite optional we have parenting classes we work with so many organizations across the city the the symphony the Children's Museum, the Boy Scouts, the Girl Scouts, the Food Bank, the Barbara Bush Literacy Mm -hmm. Foundation. We work with Bridget's Hope, which is another organization Mm -hmm. that was founded through the cathedral, and that organization works with women who have been incarcerated, Mm -hmm. a very important uh, activity Mm -hmm. that they work with. We work with the Women's Resource Center of Houston with, you know, you name it, and we we are either working with them today with Search Homeless Services, with Star of Hope, mm-hmm. or we are working toward working with them. Wow. You just cannot have enough services because th- think of yourself. We all need the assistance of friends and of family, and we may have 
you and I may have a financial advisor, mm-hmm. we may have a banker, we have people who help us make decisions in our lives. But if you were a single mom and you were a teacher's aide, your income would be $19,000 a year. Right. You, you Resources need to be available mm-hmm. to you in right. a different way because you will encounter problems that teachers aid mm-hmm. just the same as Susan and right. Joy right. will mm-hmm. encounter problems. Right. But those problems can be more devastating mm-hmm. to you if your income is modest. They can... They can move you into incipient homelessness very quickly. You're right on the edge where you're needing to make decisions about repairing your car or buying healthier food or going to the doctor or, or, or. And so if you're living somewhere where services can be brought to you or you can be helped to know where to access them, Mm -hmm. now that's... That's huge, and that's well, what we and do. Well, and it sounds like with what you're doing that for certain this is a hand up, not a hand out. Mm-hmm. And I think that's so important that, you know, you're helping guide people to how they can help themselves and mm-hmm. to guide them. We offer stability. Mm-hmm. Uh, we offer beauty. We offer uh, assistance with your life plan and with it, difficulties you may encounter. Mm-hmm. We know how to go about accessing services in the community that are beyond what we have in the building, and that's what we're here to do. Whether you're an individual or whether you're a family, we have 187 units, one, two, and three bedroom apartments for families that have experienced homelessness, and certainly that can be due to domestic violence, Mm -hmm. among other reasons. Mm -hmm. There are lots of reasons that a family can fall off the edge and face eviction. And we're going to be working more with families that are working families that that have that first toehold into the middle class. Mm -hmm. You can be a woman who just graduated from the police academy. You have a solid income and a wonderful job. Mm -hmm. But that income is, at the moment, pretty small. And so we're going to be thinking more about those women and men who are just entering their careers, getting that toehold, and being able to help them retain that toehold and move forward. I think so often we don't think about the middle class. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I know my husband and I discuss sometimes because we all go through, we all have our ups and downs, and we think about, wow, there's there's really not a whole lot of help for people who maybe are in the middle class and maybe need some help and some assistance. And, you know, some of us maybe came from a... a, uh, lower income childhood found our way to a higher uh, income, but maybe we don't have the skill sets to um, maintain an income, mm-hmm. you know, or take care of it. So I really, I'm, I'm listening to well, what uh, you're saying. You know, I can certainly remember when I was first starting out, had my first job, and my income was a nice one, mm-hmm. one would have thought, but I also had quite a budget. And I can remember having a defined amount of money to spend at the grocery store. Mm -hmm. And I would make a list of what I was going to buy for the week, and I stuck to that list. I didn't go to the grocery store and say, oh, gosh, raspberries are on sale. (laughs) Maybe I'll add some raspberries. No, I had a defined amount of money to make it until my next paycheck. But Mm 
when something went wrong, I did have my family who right. could help me if I couldn't figure it out on my own. They were very much encouraged me to be independent, yes. so they weren't yes. eagerly standing <laughs> by for that. But I knew that, that they could. Not mm-hmm. everyone has that. No, not everyone has that. That's for sure. And so I'm really happy to hear that there is something for somebody that maybe is going through a hard time or just getting started in their income isn't quite covering all of their bills. It's definitely, I think everyone is going to benefit from feeling like they have a safety net, be it family or through Mm -hmm. New Hope Housing. And I think that pressure is taken off to know that you have those resources available to you through New Hope Housing. I think that's amazing. Now, if someone were in need of assistance or interested in what your services provide, how exactly do they go about uh, you know, applying? Is it an application process? Do they contact you? How does it work? There is, and, and the best thing to do would be to go to newhopehousing.com, where there's a tremendous amount of information about us, about our history, about our future, and about what we can do to be helpful. Mm-hmm. Certainly, you could call 713-220-0290, which is the corporate office, and our corporate office, where we are right now, right. Right. we're located above one of our properties mm-hmm. and we're just east of downtown Houston as we're as we're speaking today. So those are the two best mm-hmm. ways to get in touch with New Hope Housing. There is an application process. We are uh, sadly enough almost always full. Mm-hmm. Right. And so that application process is not always available. But we can give you information about that and to know when we have vacancies and when a waiting list is available. And that's why we need to keep building housing. Right. That's right. what I was about to say. What is the future? Right. You're going to go into different areas? Or are you mostly well, in the downtown area? We are mostly inside the loop. Not okay. entirely. But we're working on a building right now that will open in the fall that's in an area called Regency Square, mm-hmm. and it's in the Sharpstown Gulfton area. Okay. And this will be for individuals, 170 units, and it's in an area we haven't built before. Right. We're very excited. Baker Ripley is very near that area, mm-hmm. and we're eager to partner with them. Okay. In fact, they're just blocks away, and they have wonderful services, a venerable, you know, more than 100-year institution. Mm -hmm. And by the way, that's where we're headed. We're headed for more than 100 years ourselves. There'll always be a need for solid, affordable housing. So that's a new area for Mm -hmm. us, and we will be the first affordable housing to open since Harvey. Oh, and you know, Harvey was quite a while ago, but the fact is that from the time you decide to build housing and Mm -hmm. look for land and gain neighborhood support and and put your financing Mm -hmm. together and then actually construct, Mm -hmm. there's about a three-year window for Mm -hmm. something to happen, which is why you have to keep working and, and keep a pipeline going. So we're building that building, and then very soon we will break ground. It will be the first 
quarter of next year on a family property in the East End, in Mm -hmm. the second ward, Mm -hmm. on Avenue J. And the bayou, of course, runs through the East End, and the Buffalo Bayou Partnership, and they're good friends of ours, they are working on extending the fabulous park Mm -hmm. that's along the bayou in Memorial, Uh really all the way to the port. And Avenue J is located on what's called the Turkey Bend mm-hmm. uh, in the bayou, and that's an area that comes into a big dip. Right. And the activity center is going to be there. Right now, it's a very interesting. There's a, a dock. Um, yeah, I think that's the best word I can come <laughs> up for it right now. And, and it has some metal buildings on it. And that's where the activity center will be, where you can rent canoes and other kinds Wonderful. of boats, mm-hmm. kayaks, whatever you know they have have to offer. There'll be rent retail there. Mm-hmm. There'll be restaurants. So it will, will be a block and a half from that amenity. Isn't that wonderful? Absolutely. So, so we always locate near rail. We're on the light rail, right on the light rail mm-hmm. where we're speaking today. We locate on metro bus lines, mm-hmm. really robust bus lines right. always because not everyone has mm-hmm. a car or two cars or three cars. So that's that's key. And that building will be opening, it will be in, it takes more than a year to construct. Mm-hmm. So it will actually be late 2021 before it opens and, so, and we're working on other things too so we we can't just can't sit and rest on right. those laws no of course not because yeah. you've got such a demand yes obviously. we do indeed and it's, so, it's an infinite demand absolutely and as you're talking and you're saying about all these amazing things that are coming into the community is there ever a pushback from communities as far as like not in my backyard or is it open arms or is there sometimes a struggle to have to to get the community to accept this and see the amazing things that are going to come from it there is almost always a pushback more and more as citizens we understand that affordable housing is needed we always want it to be somewhere else right more and more we understand that there's a barista in the coffee shop there are people sacking groceries. Mm-hmm. There are people helping us in a retail store. Mm-hmm. We understand they need a place to live and that it should be nice and that it should be supportive for their family. Right. We just think it would be nice if it were somewhere <laughs> else. Right. I know. Um, and I, even when you're talking about working families, right. there, there mm-hmm. is a, a perception that affordable housing is a Project the way the right. old public housing right. projects used to be. And by the way, we work very closely with the Houston Housing Authority. Mm-hmm. We have a superb relationship with them. And the old public housing model doesn't really exist anymore. Right. But the memory of mm-hmm. it exists, right. and it permeates, and mm-hmm. it pervades, and it makes it difficult for us all, including the Housing Authority, by mm-hmm. the way. Which makes me wonder if actually if more people knew what you were doing to help mm-hmm. uh, push a f- person forward, to help them fix the holes that maybe are in their world, that maybe people would be more welcoming to having these housing uh, units in their neighborhood or around their neighborhood. Because you're right, the old housing where you just think, okay, they go in and, and they stay, mm-hmm. and then they have more generations that just stay and they don't actually go anywhere or 
move up in society. Right. That that I think that's really where people are saying, okay, I don't want that in my neighborhood mm-hmm. because that is obviously it's it's stagnant. Right. But so, what you guys so, are doing is not that. So, so let me address that yes. several different ways. First of all, not everyone is going to be able to progress. Right. People have disabilities mm-hmm. of varying right. kinds. Many of the individuals who live in our single-room occupancy housing have had very difficult lives. Mm-hmm. They are older now. Right. Mm-hmm. They may have a part-time job. They may work at the ballpark. Lots of them work right. at Minute Maid. <laughs> lots of our residents or, or at Toyota Center right. or, or at the football stadium. Mm-hmm. But they really aren't going to have a $70,000 a year job right. and buy a single-family house. Mm-hmm. That isn't in their future. Right. That doesn't mean that they aren't good citizens. Right. That doesn't mean that they don't contribute to the economy. Yes, they buy groceries. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, they ride metro. Yes, they buy clothes. Yes, they are contributing right. members. But we need to be realistic mm-hmm. in that way. Our housing for families that we have on Reed Road, and we are, by the way, co-located with Star of Hope there, oh, nice. the fabulous campus, mm-hmm. almost 50 acres. It's a more than $80 million investment in the city of Houston in helping families. And our goal in those 187 one, two, and three bedroom apartments is to help families lift themselves from generational poverty. That's the goal. Yes, good. And that's quite doable if the services are available, if Mm -hmm. they're funded. And if families want to have our assistance and, and will participate, we just did some home health care certification, did oh, a program, wonderful. and a number of women received that mm-hmm. certification. You can have a good job. Right. with a home health care certification. So there was a graduation. It was fabulous. There were caps and gowns. And at the end, when everyone had their certificate, they tossed those caps <laughs> in the air. And it was a thrilling moment for You're everyone who was there. Empowering. Mm-hmm. That is what you're doing. You are empowering people, and uh, not just women, but men and children and new generations, so that they can have the hope mm-hmm. um, and the skill sets and the dream and belief that something better or whatever it be and you make a good point we do have a couple of single fathers yes that's (laughs) not just moms (laughs) and and some intact families as well Mm -hmm. but mostly it's single moms Mm -hmm. so so i would ask you to imagine yourself a single mom you're living at our property on reed road your children come home from school and the school bus drives right up Mm -hmm. literally right across the street, Mm -hmm. a private street from where you're living. Mm -hmm. Or if your child has taken Metro, or you have, Metro pulls right up. Mm -hmm. And if it's your child getting off the school bus, they can walk um, not even across a street. It's Mm -hmm. just literally a few paces Mm -hmm. to a community center that's being operated by Buckner International, again, right across the street from where you live and those after-school programs for them are free oh, wow. everything Wonderful. is at no cost and and those caseworkers and, and those educational mm-hmm. workers at that community center are available to you as a single mom mm-hmm. 
to also help you with parenting skills and with all of the life work that you may feel you need to do mm-hmm. so that you and your family advance. Well, I love it. And I think so often that you see families that are generational and right. that aren't changing the way that they were raised and brought up because not necessarily because of fault of their own, but because they haven't been exposed to it. Mm-hmm. And they haven't been you know, shown different avenues and different resources that are available to them. And with this, they're able to really see something that is different for them and that they can see the hope and the dreams that they can not only gain for themselves, but for their children and their children's children. And I think it's amazing that you're exposing future generations to this because it's so important if our children don't see it then how are they going to learn it but if we can't teach it to them they're never going to see it and I think to have a safe environment and to have something that's really stimulating to them is so amazing Mm -hmm. and I want to give a little quick shout out to some of our um, viewers that are watching us live right now we've got Kristen Smith we know her. It's Jennifer's mom, who's always a loyal viewer of ours. And then we've got Laura Jorn, who is the jewelry designer that I'm wearing now. So I'm looking beautiful thanks to her. And we love when you guys jump on. And if you feel free, please go ahead and ask a question, and we can get that answered live today. So we love checking that out. Um, let's see. Uh, your mom actually asked, are those services and resources available to women who don't live there? Oh, that's a good, great question. So do you have to be a resident? You do have to be a resident. Yes, you do. Well, that that was a good, your mom did a good question. It is a good question. And very soon we're working toward, and let's cross all appendages, toward (laughs) having uh, a clinic in our building on Reed that would be available to residents because health care, accessing health care is difficult. Mm -hmm. Accessing mental health care is difficult the most difficult and just think of all the people you know who've been to a therapist when Mm -hmm. they reached a bump in life Mm -hmm. or whose children have had you know some sessions with a therapist when they've reached a bump in their schooling Mm -hmm. or or in their lives in another way and so we're working toward that and we're also working in the totality of that campus to bring a clinic that would serve the entire neighborhood and that wouldn't be in our building right, right. but we are definitely on the cusp of mm-hmm. working together with other organizations to offer services that would reach the broader community so I, I, I've just been wanting to say, because we were joking a little bit, because the lighting, if you look above Joy's head, <laughs> she, has she has a, a halo. halo. <laughs> and I think it is so absolutely appropriate, <laughs> mm-hmm. because you're an angel to this city. And I'm, I know. I hope that you know that. that I think you're overstating that. I don't think so. so. With the things thank that you. you are doing and providing to men, women, children, mm-hmm. the community, you know, and I think... Like Jennifer said, if more people could see it firsthand, I mean, the building that we are in today, like you said, architecturally, mm-hmm. is beautiful. You know, you drive up, it's welcoming, it's clean, it's, you know, it's a nice size, the interior smells nice and feels nice and inviting, and it's not like, you know, the projects of the days that right. people presume and think about. It's really, it's something that is adding to the society and adding to this neighborhood you know you've taken an area that maybe would have not had something that was so beautiful here and not only is it a nice building but it's providing services and community I mean I'm sure the residents 
form a sense of community within each other because they've got similarities and probably yes. help each other out yes. in more ways than they yeah. would have ever imagined and would have never known each other if not for what you're doing. I mean, it's just, it's amazing. You know, we, we have so much joy in our lives and getting to meet people yeah. within the communities. And, you know, I knew nothing about this. I had not really heard about this organization or what, you know, you were doing. And here it is something that is so amazing. Well, I hope you'll follow us because, you know, we're just getting started. Yes. We're just getting started. And and the more people that we can reach out to, Mm -hmm. your viewers and and your listeners, who can be educated about affordable housing, the the better we'll all be it's growing problem in our society the standard for hud the, mm-hmm. that right. who establishes these standards is that you spend 30 percent of your income mm-hmm. for rent plus transportation mm-hmm. the lower your income the fewer units are available to you for that purpose so if you're a single mom let's say your income is $45,000 a year for every unit of affordable housing Mm -hmm. again use that 30% standard for every unit of affordable housing that's needed Mm -hmm. there are around 70 at Mm $45,000 but if your income is more Mm $15,000 $20,000 Well, there may be 19 units available that are affordable, and not all of them are supportive, and not all of them are beautiful. We have a lot of work to do in society to take care of the housing needs, and housing is your platform. Mm -hmm. If you don't have a proper place to live, Mm -hmm. then that impacts. It's a social determinant Mm -hmm. for health care, for education, and for your entry, and we hope you don't, mm-hmm. into the criminal justice system. Right, right. It's so a platform. True. It's uh-huh. a foundation. It's not just a place to live. So we know that you kind of uh, guilted yourself into getting <laughs> I involved. <did> <laughs> but I want to know. I want to know your why. I want to know what drives you to continue to do this and to continue to help our community. Because homelessness is wrong. Okay. It just is. It's just wrong. It isn't anything anyone in this country should experience ever. And I, I fell into the good fortune of being able to work on that problem and to work on it in a way that represents quality. Mm-hmm. We're very driven. I am very driven, and this organization is very driven by serving in a quality way. And, and you can apply that adjective to any aspect of our work. Wonderful. And it's, it's fun to do that. It really is. It, 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 it may seem an odd word to use for the kind of work we're doing, but if it's not enjoyable mm-hmm. to see the progress and to work with the people that you work with, to meet people such as yourself, mm-hmm. right. <laughs> uh, then it's so hard. You simply couldn't do it. This is very difficult work. Mm-hmm. Real estate is a difficult right. business. Right. Not even to mention affordable real estate mm-hmm. and not to mention the pushback that you receive right. and the difficulty in financing, all the challenges. 
Now, if the community wants to reach yeah. out and help New Hope, are there ways for the community to help you all? Or? Absolutely. NewHopeHousing.com mm-hmm. or remember that phone number, 713-220-0290. We have volunteer opportunities and there are opportunities to donate and Small donations are very important, as well as larger ones. And we will make sure to put all of the contact information, the phone numbers, the websites, everything in the comments. And with our show, as always, we love, you know, making sure that everyone is available to reach out to whoever we're interviewing. And this one definitely just warms my heart Mm -hmm. to hear all the amazing things you're doing. And I think that so often we interview guests, and they're so humble and don't realize necessarily the impact that they are doing. And when we start chatting with them, Jennifer and I will look at each other like, really, we get to interview this person? Like they're doing amazing things. And we're so, you know, fortunate that we can spotlight people that are changing lives left and right and are still so gracious and humble. And I can see that with you. It's like, you don't even understand the full impact of what you're doing. I mean, you are changing generations, you know, tenfold. You know, like people you said, this is a legacy. People are changing their own lives. Yes. We're you're, helping. You're creating a platform yeah. for mm-hmm. that. That's right. But yes. that is not a small yeah. thing <laughs> to create that platform because far too often people don't have that and they don't know how to change their lives. And so sometimes they just need that little guidance and that's what you all are doing at New Hope and thank I just you. absolutely mm-hmm. thank you love that yes so we are so thank you yes, for doing that I know thank, thank you thank you so we so appreciate all of our viewers and listeners if you are viewing us on YouTube right now make sure to click subscribe right here so you don't miss a future episode of Find Her Seat as well as if you are listening to us check us out live on Find Her Seat on Facebook so you can see the beautiful Joy who I'm sorry if this is your I didn't know I is going to be live look (laughs) I can only imagine what that would look like because you look beautiful so make sure to check us out on Facebook as well as follow us on Instagram and then don't forget to listen to our podcast on Spotify iTunes you name it we are out there we always say just google find her seat and you will find find your seat (laughs) so we're excited for uh, Joy to see the amazing things that she is going to do Because I have no doubt that you are going to do amazing things moving forward. Because my goodness, look at what you've already done. So we will more to do. Heck yeah, we will definitely circle back with you and have you on for a future episode to see what you're doing. Maybe we could be at a groundbreaking or something like that. That would be fabulous. That would be fabulous. So fun. Okay, so So we'll bring our shovels. (laughs) (laughs) So thank you again for joining. Find her seat, and we hope that you found a seat at our table. Thank you. Take care. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot 
for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.